art forms or whatever it was. And it was just a photoshopped Adobe stock image with the panda with just a, no, a photoshopped an elephant nose on it. And so... How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the Pivot Points Podcast. I'm your host, Bennett Chamberlain, with my co-host, Matt Dugan. How are you today, Matt? Doing good, man. Uh, Yeah, really happy to be here. We made it through 10 episodes. We're in the double digits, so uh, how's it feel on your end, man? We Yeah, I think we're, we're building momentum. It's not anything special yet, but uh, I believe our commentary is going to provide value, you know, more and more value up into Definitely. the future. And I know neither of us have, have really hosted a podcast before either. And so that's that's a skill in its own. It's, which great, we've it's learned. great practice. It's great yeah. practice. Great experience. You know, I'm out here trying pretty much everything I can dip my hand into. I, I actually just released a clothing brand. Oh, um, awesome. Yeah, that's so, at uh, BennettChamberlain.com. And we focus on curation and we have a signature style right now that is this acid wash style. And, you know, we're, we're hoping to ramp up production. It's uh, been a good release thus far, and we plan on coming out with new products every single month. So awesome. go ahead and check that out if you, uh, if you guys are interested. It's at BennettChamberlain.com. And it also cool. focuses on uh, curation. And if you go to our verified page, you can see music, locations, artists, and literature that we really like uh, over over here and um you know hopefully i can give you some recommendations on where to go what to do your next outing etc awesome yeah and we'll uh, we'll link that in the bio as well and is that uh i believe all that is built designed and kind of backed by iniquin too right bennett so if someone's looking for maybe like a website like that they can hit you up if they like the site or stuff like that yeah you know uh iniquin is my marketing firm and in the beginning uh, that firm actually was based on the idea that instead of being a normal marketing agency where you pay, you know, crazy fees to go run your ads and, you know, it might not even gener- generate revenue, a lot of these marketers and marketing agencies end up, you know, not providing results. And we wanted some more skin in the game in terms of uh, the value we provide. So, taking a stake in the companies that we represent is kind of our MO so that we share in the profits with you. And if you don't make money from our marketing, then we don't make money. And I think that's a more equitable way of doing things. And, you know, I'm not transferring risk over to you and just reaping some uh, flat fee of doing marketing. I think that's the way to do it. There's a big agency problem in the world of marketing. And I think this is a great way to go and tackle that problem. But uh, although we haven't, we haven't really been able to secure a client yet that gives up their equity for marketing services, I do believe that's coming though. But uh, if you or anyone you guys know has a company, you don't exactly have the budget for marketing, we can help you in exchange for some share in the reward. 
Awesome. Yeah, and, and all that will be linked in the bio, aniquin.com, uh, and then as well as Bennett's clothing line will both be linked in the description. But kind of pivoting points, hence the name. Uh, something me and Bennett both kind of talked before this episode was something we wanted to get into was NFTs and venturing off into that. We don't know too much about it, but just something that, that has sparked an interest in me. I know Bennett as well. And it's digital art. The way I'll just kind of go into it that I looked at it as first is can't someone just screenshot this or do whatever <laughs> they want to. So I was very confused, learned a little more, followed Gary V, you know, some uh, streamer, just like a, a big Twitter community, Discord kind of stuff, trying to learn about it. And it seems to be kind of blown up now. It seems to be a very big hit or miss. What What's a good project, what you, what you should invest in if you're doing it to make money or just because, you know, you, you want to own something digital. But Ben, I just wanted to get your initial initial thoughts on the community. I know you've you've been interested in it in some time. Yeah, I've uh, I've been following it. I haven't been super in the space and I haven't necessarily been trading NFTs myself, but you know, it's certainly more than just digital art at this point. People are finding new use cases, you know, weekly for the blockchain and, and specifically NFTs. You know, one cool one I just saw was somebody bought real estate with an NFT and technically they bought an LLC that had real estate assets through buying an NFT, but nonetheless, it transferred ownership of a property, uh, real physical real estate, um, wow. to to somebody else. And so, that's cutting out brokers, that's cutting out the need for escrow services. There's a lot of middlemen and a lot of fees that you end up paying. That here NFTs have seemed to solve. Um, sure, you know, and and really, my concern with NFTs going into the future is how they actually correspond in the right. real world, how it works in the real world, and I've seen a project that's an insurance company distributing risk based on smart contracts, hmm. and you pay a premium, and you know when something goes wrong, you get paid out by this this program you know I, I think it's called ot risk it's uh you know got a lot of traction it hasn't come out yet though and i'm just curious how that's going to translate in the real world and a lot of these projects how they're going to right. translate is somebody going to come to your house and see that oh your your roof was damaged so now we pay out the insurance policy from the blockchain you know I, I don't know how it's going to be verified um, and how we're going to yeah cer certify whether or not something did or didn't happen. You know, let's right. say you get life and in life insurance through this project, you know, mm -hmm. it's a pretty clear cut case whether or not somebody died. But you still need somebody to come and verify whether or not that event actually took place. So, right. And you need auditors and, and all, all sorts yeah. of things when it gets to that high level. And for anyone so, out there that just real quick might not be familiar with what, what we're talking about, NFT, it's a non-fungible token. So pretty much if you know what crypto is, it, it's a digital asset that you own. You, you've bought the 
the ownership of that item, which is art, like Bennett's talking about real estate, music, videos, art is a big one, but essentially you digitally own that asset if there's one, two, three, four, five, or maybe there's one of one, but just real quick for anyone out there that might not know what we're talking about, but sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt Bennett. No, no worries. I I think it has huge potential and just there's a couple bridges between the blockchain and the real world that need some creative processes to solve. Um, you know, you're cutting out middlemen left and right, but it seems like in a lot of these projects, for it to work in the real world, you're still going to need at least one or two, you know. Right. Um, it, it has it has proved hugely beneficial in DeFi, uh, decentralized finance. You know, there's more and more use cases there where you can earn interest on your money um, mm-hmm. and, and claim rewards. Mm-hmm. Then there's uh, there's these DAOs, these uh, I believe it's decentralized autonomous organizations where you can get a job for a corporation and. You know, there's there's not really a management team or not necessarily a management team. And you get to vote using, you know, the amount of governance token that you have and the number, uh, you know, you the number of coins you have is the number of votes you have. And it kind of works like a share, a share of a company. And you can work for these decentralized organizations and get paid by them. It's it's really something that's that's developing quickly and i'm really excited for it as for what projects are good and what projects are bad i think that's a whole nother story we have to delve into definitely and and yeah that's so interesting because because i feel like when i've tried to do my research or learn about it it was mainly on the art forms and stuff so it's really interesting about you know the kind of finance industry and and things like that diving into it and when when i'm looking at it as far as where my knowledge is at, it was these digital art and open C, which is pretty much, you know, the coin base of NFTs for someone and minting these projects and the art behind it. And it's just so interesting to me how it seems that you can, you know, the art is not so much what it is right now. It's, it's developing a community behind it and getting people that believe in it because at, at a certain, you know, there, there are these things called crypto punks, punks, there were the sloths, there were all these different art forms or whatever you would call them and you mint them, which means you go to their website, plug in your crypto wallet and mint them for a fee. And then, you know, say that is 0.001 Ethereum. And then you go on OpenSea and people will try to resell it and do that. The art form, that's what I was learning about. And it's just interesting to see how they they can be so similar and you just develop the community. And one thing that was really, really funny to me was Logan Paul, who's a really big influencer as a podcast, YouTuber, boxer, all these different things. He came out with an NFT with his community because he has a big community as a podcast. And it came out, there's this guy on, on YouTube called CoffeeZilla who kind of de- debunks all you know, just scammers, all, all this other stuff. You might have heard in a previous episode, I talked about a crypto called Save the Kids. And he was like, oh, this is fake. And he digs deep into it. And he found that his crypto, he was selling like an art crypto form of eggs where it would hatch like, a, give it a name Ooh, and it'd be like I've an ele- 
yeah, like an elephant and a cheetah combined or something like that. And you would look it up and it, one was like a panda and an elephant was one of the like art forms or whatever it was. And it was just a photoshopped Adobe stock image with the panda with just a, no, a photoshopped an elephant nose on it. And so it, it's one of those things where it, it's one I don't understand it fully. People still buy them. I don't know the legality of all that because with Adobe Stock, I know you buy a license with that. So with NFTs, it's it's you're transferring the ownership through buying this. So if someone is you know selling this ownership of this item that's an Adobe Stock license, would Adobe still own that? Is just one thing on my mind. But that was just one example. We can dive so deep into that, but of just the art form and what I've learned of it and how it's been taken advantage of and how people are just selling photoshops, but some really developed communities. It's just very interesting and growing. And I don't know much about it. I didn't know if you've heard of any of that kind of stuff. Cause I hadn't even heard of the, the real estate stuff you were talking about. That's crazy too. Yeah. I think there's no guarantee of authenticity just because it's quote unquote unique and non-fungible. And I really think what makes a good project is finding a new use case. I think we are moving away from just purely art being sold as NFTs. And that's because you can screenshot any JPEG and put it on a blockchain, make it an NFT. So while while I do think there's going to be some you know, major players uh, still making art uh, long into the future, it getting bought up. They're obviously providing value. But what the community is really jumping on is value. And where they see it is new use cases. New use cases open open new doors. People start getting creative and people start seeing, oh, wow, this is another way the blockchain can be used not only to you know distribute risk or share uh share assets and generate royalties there's so many different use cases and people are toying with these smart contracts left and right and finding new new ways of doing things and and these these smart contracts you know the i think the biggest the biggest thing coming along is the use case in gaming and people have probably heard all about this, where the NFTs that you buy that are, are going to be transferable into video games, where I can buy a hat or a shirt or, you know, a bored ape profile picture icon, and that becomes my character or my clothing in in a specific game and then I can just transfer it to a different game you know I can go from game to game and show that I have a a real asset that uh that's worth money that gives status and people are social creatures and right. you know people people want to see oh wow you know you know like for example clothing oh wow he's got off-white Louis Vuitton whatever Similarly, in a game where you can't see what people are wearing, you can see what their character is wearing or what their character looks like. And if there's an exclusivity there where, oh, you your character 
is a bored ape, then, wow, you, you see how early they were to the project and how they got in or, um, and, and bought this NFT that was hugely popular. And now that gives that them status in uh, a specific video game. And then right. they can go to a different video game and have the same status over there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and people, I've, I've even heard people talk about in, in sometime in the near future, your wallets and stuff being connected to say your Instagram, for example, social media and what you own, like you said, is a social status or I've even seen what's it's not VR, it's augmented uh, AR, augmented reality, where like you would look up your phone and say it hovers over you, Bennett, and you would have like a digital um, Louis Vuitton jacket go over your in augmented reality on the phone like that social status. That's what's interesting to me. And caught yeah, my eye is that this could be connected to your name and your 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 personality that you own these things and you know people would come to a liking for you or follow you because of that as well which I found really interesting especially with like you said video games people are twitching more and, and want that that status we're social creatures just as you said that that's what at the end of the day we want love we want affection we want attention so that's what people are <laughs> going to go after and with the digital world that we're venturing into this could could be you know become some part of our everyday life at some point yeah the fact that we're you know flexing pieces of artwork or digital assets worth hundreds of thousands of dollars for example like that just shows how high up on like <laughs> maslow's hierarchy of needs we are you know right, all yeah. we all this is is we want to be accepted by our community so, yeah, I, I actually think you made a great point about augmented reality and, and there's a lot of use cases, but I think the use cases, it's, these are, these are going to be big projects and it's not something that you can go and create a smart contract if you know JavaScript really quickly. You know, you can create a smart contract really quickly, but where does that smart contract fit in and what use does it have? And so having that, you know, augmented reality piece of clothing, for example, you know, that that's very real. And uh, but it's going to take a lot more than just writing a smart contract to bring that into the real world. You'll need Mm -hmm. an app that, you know, scans some sort of physical, some sort of physical thing and then connects it to a wallet, and then that wallet shows some sort of, you know, digital asset or, you know, puts a digital coat or hat on them. You know, it can, it can be anything. But uh, but specifically for, you know, my clothing brand, I'm looking into doing that. I'm looking into how to use an NFC tag and scan an NFC tag with a wallet address to then see what's in your wallet. And, you know, without a logo, without anything, you can walk up to somebody's shirt and strike up a conversation, scan their shirt through NFC tag, like the chips in your tap to pay card, and see, oh, wow, this person owns this NFT or this NFT. And, wow, they were, they were super early to this space or this space, and it makes it makes all makes all the difference. 
Yeah, and kind of what you're talking about too is not even just owning it and having that that just looking the part or knowing that you own it, but the kind of you can see almost someone's intellect in a certain way if you can see oh they bought oh, yeah. into that it'd be like you going up to someone in what the 80s or 90s and nowadays going up to them and seeing that they bought apple when it, and you'd be like holy crap this dude like knew it was up it, that's right. kind of very but interesting more, as more well than that yeah exactly as you know you you scan somebody's shirt it's a regular you know 50 dollars shirt or what have you and then you realize, oh, connected to this shirt, it shows that he's got people in Board Ape, and he was super early to this space. That right. you know he's got million dollar NFTs stored on his shirt, and you know changing what NFTs are stored on what shirt based on you know that that type of vibe you're trying to give out. It can say a lot about you, and it's all about your individuality. So you know if. You can you really say a lot with your personality through what you wear, and you can say even more when people see what you wear is connected to your your portfolio of NFTs, for example. Right. Yeah. That that's really interesting, and and it's a a huge topic and something I want to learn more about. And I mean, I learn more just discussing with you, but. Going off of that, that, that's a really interesting topic. We'll, we'll learn about it more going forward. I, I've just, I've really enjoyed this discussion. think we learned a lot. Obviously, we have the Discord linked in here as well. If you, We'll add a NFT channel in there for any of you guys talking what you're buying, what you're doing. Obviously, me and Bennett are not financial advisors. We're not trying to pump and dunk any tokens or NFTs, anything like that. We're genuinely just trying to learn about the space. So feel free to uh, all of our socials will be in there to reach out to us and see what we're working with. And I'll let Bennett talk about, as he said, his clothing line just dropped. It's got some really awesome stuff. So be sure to check that out as well. Yep. BennettChamberlain.com. And you can also follow my marketing agency, Aniquin Marketing, on Instagram. Uh, We'll be coming out with more things soon. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. This has been episode 10 of the Pivot Points podcast.